Hello and welcome to The Haunted. I'm Freddie Young. And I'm Vanessa Mitchell. And this is your final episode of your Halloween week. And there's only one way to start this. By wishing you a very, very happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. Ooh, the day is upon us. Now, we thought long and hard about what to do for this episode yeah. and what we could cover. And we thought, do we go really scary and do a particularly, you know, scary case? But then we thought, no, let's make it not interactive, but let's give you ways that you can make Halloween spooky yourself. Yeah, and really the essence to, to some, well, for the most part, of Halloween. And that is how do you contact spirit? Ways to contact spirit. Yeah, having that communication with that other world. The so dead. we are going to give you some uh, different ways yeah. in which people communicate uh, with spirits, uh, communicate with the other world, or kind of seek answers. In, and also, a, lots of people don't have all the high-tech equipment, so no, there are some ways here no that you can do it without all this equipment. I think you get much better results without all the high-tech equipment, yeah. personally. But, listen, that's up for debate. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not really seasoned paranormal investigators when no, we go listen, everywhere. No, listen, I'll give it a go. I'll give anything a go. You've got to try we've done a bit. Twice. We've done our fair share, but I know we need to we, we need to investigate more, which we are going to do. We've spoken about that, but yeah. So, so um, I will just my first pearls of wisdom is you must try everything twice, in case you did it wrong the first time. Oh, that's a good idea. There you go. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Go forward with that one, guys. So, a little bit of housekeeping before we get into this. The right. exits are here <laughs> and here. <laughs> no. Um, we just want to go through a few things. So obviously when you are communicating with spirit, you open yourself up yeah. and you leave yourself vulnerable. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so we we will talk about this as, as we go on, but we just want to start off because communicating and speaking with people who have passed is not something that comes naturally to everybody. Some people are, are born with a gift yeah. And are very, very much in tune. Some people, you know, listening to this have, have never, ever tried anything to communicate with the dead, have a little bit of an interest, you know. I think it's a, uh, it can be a dangerous thing to do. It is a dangerous uh, thing. And it can be, you can also get results that you don't expect, i.e., oh, let's just do it for a laugh and yeah. then you can come unstuck. So it's not really a light-hearted episode in terms of because you know we hear so many cases where that's happened to people um and it's so it, so it's warnings this is basically well. but it, as, as well it's not to discourage anyone from doing this because it is something that a lot of people yeah. do do but it's about doing it safely yeah and in the right way and, yeah. in, and in the right way which hopefully we will we will give to you um but again you know you some of you will sit down and do some of these things that we tell you and you get no results. That doesn't mean to say you, you stop doing it. It's about trial and error and, and finding yeah. ways that work <laughs> for you. So ways that work for Vanessa won't necessarily work for me. And it's about trying these different um, things, yeah. but in a safe way. And we cannot stress that enough. It's it, to do it in a safe way. And the safest way, I think, is first of all, before you start any type of communication, you need to protect yourself. Now, I've um, done and tried out various ways of protecting myself over the years. 
And one I found that actually works, a, a lot don't. I mean, some people say wrap yourself, you know, for your mind's eye, wrap yourself up in a pink bow. Well, I think that does nothing. Um, ju just, just the tip, just from a personal point of view, what always worked for me and which did work 100% when I learned about it was visualizing light coming from heaven. So you close your eyes, you ground yourself. So obviously that means that you have roots coming out of your feet into the earth to ground yourself onto this earth. Then you visualize white and golden light coming from heaven. So you imagine a beam straight from heaven, wrap it round yourself from your head, right through your body and to your feet. And I kind of imagine it like a cocoon. Yeah, I wrap like a it cocoon. tight so in, a, it, it, in a cocoon. It, it, so there's, there's yeah. not a gap that I'm not covered in white and gold light. While I'm doing this, I say the Lord's Prayer. I ask for protection from Father God, um, our Saviour Jesus and the Archangels. And you can ask for protection from Archangel Michael. Really, you can say things along those lines, but what you feel. But you and must that, ask for the help. You have to ask for help. You because have to ask You're for a human it. being, you've got free will, and they will not intervene unless you ask for help. And that happened, that that goes along with everyday stuff because with angels. Because it, it is, it is. I found this accordance in accordance to the law of free will. The spirit realm, spirit realm is limited to what they can do. If you do yeah, not ask, ask, you have to reach out and ask. Please protect me in what I'm doing. Protect me yeah. from from this, or you know, whatever you, yeah. whatever activity you're going to partake in. You ask for that protection, but it's all about the the visualization. Visualization well. and wrap up, and you know it. I always use that when I recommend that to everyone because I was obviously in a horrible situation. Okay, I never learned this method actually until I'd left the cage, but I've had some horrible experiences since. And uh, But since this protection method, it makes such a difference. Yes, and I think as well, uh, some people, when I, when I was looking online, um, use crystals as well uh, and use your method, but use the crystals as well because um, for some added so some that I found online that are good for protection are black tourmaline black obsidian and citrine that is not a definitive list they are just a couple that I picked out that I know of um, so you could you can research that yourself and there'll be a more definitive list so um, I think as well you know it's Halloween Halloween night or day slash night depending on what country depending, you're in depending on what country you're in and the vow is that it's finished. So if there was ever a time that you would make contact. Yeah, you're probably going to be successful you today might, or tonight. You, yeah, yeah, today's the day to do it. So let's get on down. Let's start. So I'm going to start with scrying. Right. So I'm going to give you some, because I was really interested actually, because I know scrying, you're aware of scrying. Yeah. Um, but I looked at the history of it. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of where it come from and then um, how to practice that. Because there's lots of different ways to practice scrying. Mm. So scrying actually comes from an old English word uh, meaning to descry, which is translates to, to make out dimly or to reveal. Right. So scrying is about revealing the unseen through the use of our inborn second sight. The second sight is our capacity to see things that can't usually be perceived through our five senses. Yeah. Scrying was first mentioned in the 10th century in an ancient Persian text. But as Christianity rose to power, scrying was outlaw, outlawed as the work of the devil. Yeah. Shock horror. But every culture in the world has a form of scrying so the native americans observed smoke 
Yeah. Um, the Egypt, ancient Egyptians used to use oil and gazing at the oil. Yeah. And that's what they use for scrying. Uh, because scrying is normally performed with a reflective surface. So mirrors. Yeah, mirrors are very popular. Water. Aren't they? Yeah. Crystal, crystal balls, balls and yeah. that's why there's a crystal ball they're scrying um, but there are so many so there's nine different types well, the most common types so people sometimes use wax so what you would do is you would light a candle and uh, you know get a, pu a puddle of wax and then start to drip that onto the water surface the scryer or the person who is, is looking for a message would then interpret um, images or words from the wax that would dry on the water mm. so that's you could do that at home you could light a candle but again it's all about your intention as well yeah, and, and it's <clears throat> you obviously can't read letters or anything from wax but it's the feeling you get it's the connection with spirit while you're doing this you yeah you have is, to because obviously it's not going to spell anything out no but it's, it's, it's about your intent state your intent you know and ask for a good and honest reading a good and honest message when when you do this and you should you should get some results. You should be able to interpret that. Again, it might take a bit of practice. And as well with spirit, it's not always literal. Mm. It sometimes it takes a little bit of interpretation. Um, so you might do that, and you might see a bird or maybe a plane that could indicate you know say, travel mm, or, or things like that. You know, yeah. Follow your instincts. Your instincts and your gut is there for a reason. Mm -hmm. We've spoke about this before. Every time, follow your instincts. Don't try and make it up. Don't try and think, oh, it's, it's, I, I feel like it's this, but I want something better. Go with the instincts. And, and if you don't get a message at all, that's fine. Move on. Come back and try again another day. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you, you've got the wax. That's very easily performed at home. Everyone has a candle. Everyone has a vessel that they can put water in. Um, and you can practice that at home. People as well, um, a form of scrying, it comes from cloud gazing. Now that works. Now that is something I actually do quite a lot. And I didn't realise actually that was a form of scrying. It's a form of scrying. So it's, know, it's, it's, it's about observing that. the clouds and the shapes, shapes that they form and how they the move and change. And people will use this to gather, you know, information, knowledge. Yeah. And, and it, it's, there, it's messages from heaven, isn't it? It's, yes. it's that kind that of works. thing. That works. I can have proof. I've had proof of that, yeah. Mirrors. Obviously, mirror is probably how I know scrying to be done. Mm. Um, and it, well, it's, it's probably the most popular form um, of this. And it involves relaxing your vision and staring into a mirror. And and it's it's almost like being in a meditative state and concentrating and fixating on a point. And, you know, in your head, ask a question. Ask what you want. And, and after time, images or scenes will play out. Mm. Um, and that is your message, mm. essentially. Again, it's all about interpretation. So you might not, you might be shown all kinds of things. Don't take it literally. You have to find yeah. the message in there. Mm. Um, water. So again, everyone has access to a mirror. Everyone has access to the clouds. So so far, you could do all of these. Water. Again, it's about having a vessel of water, still water, and looking into um, the water. And, and again, it's about getting that focus and staring in there. 
sometimes people so what i read online is some people just like a mirror just will stare at the at the flat water and again ask the questions and, and get the images some people will drop um pebbles or gemstones mm. or crystals into the water mm. to create um ripples and things in the water and receive their messages from the ripples yeah and as as things move around I and mean, change now you're saying that is a tea leaf reading that's scrying then isn't it is that scrying? I think that is. Uh, yeah. Where you yeah. look at the tea leaves and coffee readers. But, yeah, that, that's scrying. It, it, so it's all forms of divination. Yes, divination, yeah. Um, and it's about finding and interpreting. Shapes, patterns, images. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, oil, like I said, the ancient yeah. Egyptians did this, but you can do this as well with oil. Um, so you pour the oil into a dish um, and you observe... In, in the oil in the reflections and sometimes maybe even put a light on for this for the oil one yeah and and clock the changes in in the light and stuff on the oil so the most ancient form of scrying comes from fire so gazing into yeah. the, the the fire and seeing um the visions coming from the bonfire yeah but you it doesn't have to be a bonfire you can do this with um a candle or, or, or you know something with a flame yeah and to, it is again it's about focus looking in having good intentions and asking them questions and you you will you will find messages in there and listening again to your gut instincts but do you know what is interesting your gut instincts a lot of the time come from spirit you know of course they do but is it because i think there's a a lot of people have a fascination with fire and when everyone loves to look when at there's fire, when there's they? a fire burning you do you stare into you do, it you can't ever it, it's mesmerizing isn't it and it because this is probably the most ancient form i wonder if it's something that's just embedded in us yeah to look yeah into the fire and you you wouldn't necessarily find a message unless you was looking for one so we stare aimlessly into a fire you know we we're memorized but we're it's not funny we're not necessarily we, looking we for all do it don't we, we do everyone does it yeah um, so, like the Native Americans, they they um, read from smoke. So again, from fire, it's about interpreting the smoke as it, it comes up. It, yeah. it, it it makes shapes and mm. it's quite fluid mm. in a way. And it's about interpreting the the smoke patterns, things like that. Um, and then from crystal, so like crystal balls and things like that. So, you know, normally with a crystal ball or a globe, and it's, again, it's about looking in and focusing, and you will start to see um, the message. They're all just tools, aren't they, to use? It is, all, all of them are just tools. tools. They're all the same thing. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, um, just different tools, yeah. So, in order to do this successfully, you your eyes need to be relaxed, you need to be relaxed. I would recommend getting comfortable because it's not going to happen within 30 seconds yeah it's it's going to take a while it takes patience and practice you need and... to be patient and I, I promise you probably it probably won't happen the first time yeah. or the second time yeah it takes a, a bit of mastering you need to keep going at this yeah and learn and the skill and learn like the anything, skill yeah like i keep saying hold your intention in your mind so just whatever whatever you want answers to, whatever you want a message from. If you want a message from somebody, keep that in your mind. So like, you know, like Nan, I wanna I wanna hear from yeah. you, I wanna know you're okay, you know. And just keep that um intention in you. 
and just let that fill your mind mm. so that you're focusing on this and filling your mind with intent. Again, you know, it, it's all about relaxing, feel, let your whole body relax, focus on your breathing as well. So breathing in, you know. In through the nose and out through the mouth. That's how you breathe to go into a semi-meditative state. Yeah. And I think as, as well, oh. allow the images to come and go freely. Or even the sensation. Sometimes a sensation might wash over you. Yeah. Um, but don't hold on to that. Feeling think, and emotion. Yeah. Don't hold on to that and think, oh, goodness. And then, and then allow it to come to you naturally. So view the image. Feel the sensation. But then and then just just log that and then move on. Because that might it might be a series of messages, it might be a series of images. Don't then just see it and then break break off, lose your concentration, lose everything, and, and then just focus on this one thing. Keep going. Just be a passive observer. You know, this is not about being an active participant, it's about being an observer. Mm. So you've got to think that you're the outsider looking in and that, yeah. you know, almost like being at the cinema. If you was, you know, if something amazing happens, you don't then get up and leave mm. and go, oh, that was a great film and then leave. You know, you carry on to the end and yeah. you, and you yeah. see everything that it has to offer. Um, after a while though, your mind will start to wander. It happens. Yeah, it will. But allow it to, because again, it, this might that this might be then the tool that allows you to get into the meditative state, focusing on something. They it might then come to you as something in your head. If if you've got a certain gift or or something, being in that mm. in that state, you know, thoughts and things may come into your head, and that is your message. Um, but yeah, just see it play out, and you will know once you feel that it is over or. You know, you feel, I'm not getting anything. I'll move on and try this again another day. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's lots there. There's lots there in scrying, isn't there? Yeah, there, there is lots there. But again, you know, look out for symbolism, metaphors. You know, it, everything is not literal. The sp spirit talks in riddles sometimes, mm, don't they? You know, yeah. it's not always a direct That's, message. You know, a lot of mediums, <clears throat> they read through feelings. And they have to decipher the feelings. Uh -huh. So you know, not, you know, <clears throat> it's it's not an exact science, of course. It's just instinct and yeah. finding your way through. And you will learn this uh, over time. It's not an exact art, and it, everyone will do it in a different way, and everyone will get to that place in a different way. Mm. But that's your that's your first thing, scrying. Yeah, that's a good one. So we move on now to the a classic, an old favourite. It's a seance. Yeah, the old scary movie seance type. Hey, the Victorians listen, all sitting around. Is anybody there? Me and you have been to a seance or two. Yes, we have been to seances. Yeah. We have been. And they have, at times, yielded some amazing mm. results. Again, I think it's down to the people, the media. It is you know, down the, to the people. The seriousness of the, the location. You know, there's lots. There's, there's lots, lots of that factor into this. And this is important. So when you go in to do a science, you know, I suppose it is something you could do on your own. 
but I I would find that it would work better with a group of people. But you can't do a seance on your own because you have to join hands, link hands, and the but energy that, from no, all the people bring forward. Yeah, but it's about speaking out. and So you could sit on your own and speak out and ask yeah, for Yeah, I wouldn't call... I wouldn't call that a seance. A seance, no, yeah. So, what does it say about it? So I'm just basically going to give you what you need and how to do it and how to do it successfully. Yeah. So... I think it's really important that when you do something like this, it's all done with like-minded people. You don't want a clown that's going to come in and ruin it all and, and not take it seriously. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You need people that are all um, active participants. All of them are aware of what they're doing. All of them are going to take it seriously. And I think that is the most important thing, probably, mm. from all of that. Again, it, it, it helps to pick a, you know, a good location. It helps if you was to have a medium or somebody there. But you could do it without. Yeah. But it would work better, I would suppose. Um, so it's, a, it's, a, it's about the gathering um, of people. So they can be quite intense. So I would recommend if you are younger, not to. If you have a nervous disposition, if you do yeah. not want to do a séance at all. No, it's it's. It's you not need really to be, for you beginners. Need to, you need to be prepared it? that it might get quite active, active and, and intense scary, and scary. Yeah. So, a few things you will need. I find that a round or oval table will work better because it's a... It's That's a, the most common. It's the most common. And a square table, it just makes it unfriendly. And, and you know, when you help join hands around, yeah. having that circle is helpful. Um, I find that lighting is quite important. You don't want to do it with all the, you know, the, the big lights on, as we would call them. You know, maybe have a lamp on or some candles lit. Yeah. A few people that I saw said to put food to bring food to the table yeah, as an be offering. Be because it's the warmth and substance that, yeah. that the spirits are, are trying the to offering that of are there food, going. Yeah. So what you will need to do a step by step. Step one, <laughs> assemble the people that are going to be taking yeah. part, gather them around, you know, sit down, have a conversation before, talk about it. What's your intent? What are you hoping to achieve from this? Who are you calling out to? What what do you want? What would you like to see? What do you want to happen? Put each other at ease. Have a coffee, you know. Or a large vodka. Or a large vodka. Um, and just, you know, go into this as chilled and relaxed as you possibly can. I think people that do arranged seances are all quite seasoned. And like we said earlier, I don't think there's many beginners. People are going to do way other things before they get to seance point. Um, so I think that kind of speaks for himself. I, I, I don't think anyone would be silly to do a seance with people they don't know or they don't trust because That's you correct. just wouldn't do it. Well, you know, it's ridiculous to do that. Um, I have read in some places that the number of participants should be divisible by three yeah. and should be at three minimum. Uh, I don't know. To, to me, that seems a bit much. Yeah. Mm. Um, but listen... It might well be. Who am I to decide? Mm. Um, again, so two, this kind of feeds into what you've just said, is find, try and have someone there with some experience or who has some gift or, you know, you something. You need to. I'd say that's essential. I'd say that's one of the basics. For a successful seance, successful. you would need someone. But you could still do it without. 
Yeah, but, but not everyone not... has not everyone has access to psychics at home. Yeah, but it's it's not going to be a successful seance if there's a load of people around that haven't got a clue and nobody's got an ability. No, so you know, have a basic understanding. I would imagine. Do your research, guys. Yeah, do your research. Um, yes, like I said, use a round or oval table, and this creates. It's about. It's all about symbolism as well. Um, but like I said, it's probably more to do about with the joining of oh, hands. the circle of life. You yeah. know, there, there, there's so many, so much symbolism to to, to round things, and it, it's going to be one of those. So set the table. Uh, people say to leave um, simple and natural ar aromatic foods, so like breads, soups, basic foods, yeah, into the centre of the table. Um, light your candles. Again, they say use numbers that are divisible by three. So have three candles, six mm. candles, nine candles, etc., etc. Um, like I said as well, you don't want to do it with a big light on. If you need to have a bit of something, put a lamp on. But I would say just do it by the candlelight, mm -hmm. personally. But if you're a bit scared, then I get it. Joining the hands. So it's important that everyone joins hands because it's about creating that energy and... The joining of energies to give them the... and the sealing of the the sealing of the energies and the uh, the sealing around around the table because they say don't they if you if you if you break the hands apart then you break the seal and you break the connection and again I would imagine it's something in the nature of yeah um, and then I'm and not then an expert. and then you want to move on to summon yeah. um, a spirit you could try and summon a particular spirit. I would be hesitant to do that because, as we know, some things will come through and try to be that person. So I would avoid maybe trying to communicate with loved ones. Um, I think just see yeah. what's around, yeah. see what's around in the area. Um, so you you know call upon them. You know, is there anybody here with us? I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't do a séance just to try and pick up anyone unless. I was in a haunted location and I wanted to but pick would, up the spirit of the people haunting that location. I wouldn't do a I wouldn't do a seance and try to summon me nan. No. Because You'd go to... I, I can't guarantee that that's my nan. Well this you see, this is the thing. And this is the thing, and this is why it's dangerous because you, you don't know. You don't know. You're calling And I've anything. I've been in a situation yeah. where we've done something like this and something came through who was quote unquote my nan and granddad that was not my nan and granddad no, but was they was if... they was a very uh intelligent spirit now that's probably an, an episode for another day that was that was probably one of my most horrific scary nights but um there was no protection done on that night no. because i asked you and jackie who had gone and there was no protection done no nope. going back right to the start do your protection do it so you 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 sum you summon the spirit and then you communicate. So you know you wait for the response. You wait and see. So it might come in the form of you know rappings, noises, mm. movements, shaking, shaking, table, sights, yeah. smells, lights going on and off, or anything. anything, anything. And then it's about then communicating and asking the, the questions. And try and set up a, a rhythm. So if they come through and knock, yeah, knock that, twice for yes. Use once that for as no. your as your way. As a permanent. Yeah. If they then move the table, say, well, rock it once. Yeah. Or if they are, are communicating through through the electrics or through through a light. Yeah. Or, however they do. However they respond in the first instance, roll with that because 
You can't then just if if yeah, they've turned around and rocked a table, you can't then say turn the lights on. You know that's not yeah. how they're communicating. Yeah. So roll with that. Um, it's it's very very important as well in these instances to maintain control. Do not allow um, the spirit to, to to take control of the situation and what's going on. It, and this is why we say to have a psychic or a medium or someone who is very, very well-versed in these situations, because it can very easily... Somebody who's not used to this is going to have absolutely no defence at all about a stronger spirit who mm -hmm. wants to take control. Uh, it, it would be impossible. They wouldn't be able to handle it or deal with it or, or, or know what to do. So you must have the expert there. And then, of course, when you come to the end, um, you, you thank the spirit for joining you and for using, you know, and communicating with you. And that you let them go in peace. Yeah. And send them back over. Then it's about breaking the circle, distinguishing the candles. And again, I would say protection again. And protection again. And then maybe. Savior even, Jesus, Father God. You know, if you're doing this at home, cleanse your area afterwards. Yeah. Sage. Say, sage your area. You know, say your prayers, call on the archangels, do what you need to do. Because if you're going to do it anyway, then this is a, a this is a must within the process. Yes. So it, it's not this isn't optional protection. It's an absolute must. I don't care what anyone says. It is not optional. It's a must to do this protection. Yeah, we don't want to hear of anybody doing anything that we've said tonight. Have yeah. they? And it don't and come to what? me saying yeah. I've got five hundred demons scraping all my wallpaper do you know off. No, what? No, you reap what you sow. So, I now move on to my next form. Okay. Of um communication now this is probably a little bit harder i would say yeah this is an interesting it's one. an interesting one so we're going to look at automatic writing and again this is a form of divination uh, it's quite an old form this has been around for a long time and it's about messages coming out um from your hand onto paper so channeling the spirit via your hand through yeah. the pen some people mainly mediums and people who have real access to, to the other world have had really long messages, songs. Some claim to even had complete novels written out by mm. the hand of whatever is there. I wouldn't uh, recommend um, this to beginners at no, all. No, no, of course. Because it's something that's... Um, the, the spirit has to come so, so close to you and literally channel through you I don't think this is for beginners at all. I think this is for real professionals um, or people that have, have had experience in the spirit world. I don't think even at my stage... I think I it's still something that people could practice at home and try. Um, you could have a go. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I, it's, it, I don't it's know about if, whether you would want to or yeah, not. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's for me. I don't think I'd like to Our try. words of wisdom are... Well, I might do. I, I don't Our know. words of wisdom are... Give this a go if you have some experience, if you are well-versed. If you aren't and you try, okay. Because obviously, but just okay. just make so, sure you do your protection. So, so, so the basic intent would be then to put yourself into a meditative state, to call on the spirit, to channel through your body and through the pen onto the paper. Now, that's a process. It's going to take a long while. That ain't a 10-minute process. No. Um, and it's something where there's just direct and very personal contact between you and the spirit. Um, obviously, like Freddie said, protection is a must. Um, I'm just going to say, 
do that when you're a bit more know what you're doing. So, if you fancy doing it. This is the procedure that I recommend that you follow. So find a quiet spot without any distractions where no one will disturb you. Set up a comfortable position with a table or a desk and have paper, pen or pencil, whatever that you're gonna write with. In Take a few moments, take a step back, get yourself into that good space, clear your well, mind. Relax, you know, relax. It's, it's, it's the, yeah, like a meditative state and just clear everything. Now, pick up your pen, your pencil, and just hold it to the paper. Try not to write anything consciously. No, that's not the idea, is Don't it? Don't then start writing, hello, it's me. Like, that's <laughs> not what we're asking for. This has to come from the spirit, otherwise it's not working. Keep your mind as clear as you can, and then just let your hand write whatever comes across. Or draw. I've, I've seen this done live quite a few times. And a lot of the time, drawings come or shapes come. It's just not let your hand go, Just let your hand go with however yeah, it's... Yeah, just be yeah. I would say avoid looking at the paper. And it probably would work better to Most keep your eyes close closed. Their eyes. Yeah. Close their eyes. Uh, close their eyes, yeah. Close their eyes. Again, give it some time. Nothing's going to happen immediately. You need to give it a while. Let it sink in. And again, if this is something you've never done before... You know, it's going to take a bit of fine tuning. When you feel like some automatic writing has occurred and you feel like it's come to the end of that session or whatever, stop and then take a look back and try and decipher it as best as you can. Some of it will be gibberish. Some of it will just be swirls and curls. Mm. But some of it will be genuine words. Again, like you said, look out for numbers, look out for letters, look out for pictures, symbols. You'll be able to find and interpret whatever's there. Um, I would then say, just do that. Don't ask any questions at, at first. Just let it go. If you are, If you are able to do this and do it successfully, I would then go on and start to ask the questions and see if you receive a response for that question. Yeah. Um, some top tips. There's no guarantee it will work, but just keep going. Give it a go. Just keep, keep going. Um, I would also say be really, really aware of the psychological dangers of this. Some of the messages that might come across may be really deeply disturbing. And again, if that is not something that you feel that you could handle, please just don't bother. Well, that's why we're saying people need to, people need to be, uh, you know, professional people need to be doing this. This isn't for starters. Again, scrying isn't for starters. Um, sorry, um, automatic writing isn't for starters. No, it, but, you know, just, just be wary, just be cautious as with all of this stuff. So I move on now to candle work. See, now this is something for beginners. This is something that everyone can do easily in their own home. It doesn't take a huge amount of effort or meditation or risk or danger. To me, this is definitely for starters. Yeah, yeah. This is something you could do this evening. So I would say that a, um, what are they called? The long candles. Uh, yeah. What are they called? Well, well I don't know. Long candles. 
The church candles. What four candles? Candle. Four four candles. Four candles. Well, you've just you've just said to me, what are they called? The long candles. I would say they would call. Oh, can we have some long candles, please? I don't Pil- understand. Pillar candles, maybe. Well, you know what I'm saying. Listen. <laughs> well, I didn't know they were called pillar candles. Listen, you might have Church a ca- you might you ones, might have they? a candle from Home Bargains. It's the same difference. Yeah, get any candle. It doesn't. Candle. It doesn't but, even have to be a long candle. It can be a short I've, one. Well, listen. I feel that a long candle would work better. Right. Well, you've just read that off the internet. No, I haven't. I've done this before. Where um, I think any because it's not about the height of the candle, it's the height right, the flame will go. Right, we'll light this in a minute and start asking some questions. What's this one? A biscuit and sea mist from uh, <laughs> from Home Bargain, seventy nine p. You see, even nice. this is a small jug, uh, glass pot we're talking about. But the intent behind candle work is the length of the flame. And the, are you there? If the flame goes up and then gets back down, yes, that's a yes or a no. And it's the intent of the. Um, I don't think the candle, it could be any type of candle. You could use a tea light candle. It's not about the candle, it's about the reaction of the flame. Yes, okay. Turning to questions. So, anyway, light a candle, any candle. Any do. candle. Four candles. Four. Why'd you say four candles? Are you, are you stupid? The two Ronnies. The, the like, really Oh, no, I've never like... really used to watch the two Ronnies. <sighs> okay. Quite a strict in my child, we probably weren't allowed to. Light a candle. You weren't even born with the two Ronnies anyway. And, right, anyway. And, and start talking to the person you want to make contact with. This yeah. is something I would say yeah. that, you know, you can communicate with somebody. Once you feel that there is a presence, once you feel that some, some, the atmosphere will change, you will feel, you will know. I can't tell you how that will be. It's very different for everyone. But you will just know. Now, the thing with this is that you can't say what the lottery number is going to be. It tends just to be yes or no. Yes or no questions. Keep it simple. Mm. The flame or the flame's direction will indicate the answer. Uh, and it will be consistent as well. So it will either, the, the flame will either grow really big and then shrink down really small. Yeah. Or it will flicker side to side or, yeah. you know. Um, and, and it's interesting. When I've seen this done or when I've done it myself, the flame goes su- grows surprisingly big. And we're not just talking about a little bit. Like, I mean, when you go, wow, hold on a minute, there's really something happening here. Um, again, you know, this is really simple stuff, but again, yeah. still use your protection, still have good intent. You know, this is something you could do on your own. A lot yes. of places that I've read online say to let the candle burn out completely. Mm. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think I ever have. I think we've just blown it out after doing yeah. it. I suppose there's different rules of advice. Different rules, different, different but you know, thoughts, if yeah. you feel like it's going to help, let it burn out. Yeah. I'm not thinking that there's anything wrong. Yeah, no, particularly I'm the same with letting shit. it yeah, yeah. play out. Um, but yeah, again, always if you do get contact, remember to always thank them for coming show through respect to and the, show the respect. Dead always, yeah. Always, always, always. Another thing that we're going to talk about now is EVPs. So these are, to me, the most fascinating evidence and tool of the the paranormal connection with the dead. I mean, EVPs to me are priceless in, in most investigations with a good bit of equipment. Yeah. Um, so I had a little look online. I was thinking, well, not everyone has access to um, a digital recorder to do this kind of thing. Having Can said... you use your phone? Yeah. They don't recommend it. Um, 
you don't get as good as quality, but th- you still think, can. Yeah. You still can do it. I mean, I, I downloaded one on my phone. It never worked at all. Having said that, I know people who swear by them, but I suppose it's what app and how much. Yeah, you, you yeah. know. Um, but a digital recorder would always obviously be, always be the best. Quality, and yeah. if you are going to, you know, you can pick them up fairly cheap now. They're not expensive pieces of equipment to get anymore. No, but try not. and get one with a HQ setting, which is a high quality setting. And it just means that you are able to pick up more. Whatever comes through is crisper. Yeah. And that's all it is, really. You can use your phone. It's a, it's the same principle. I think it's just the quality is not as yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And you want you want to pick up everything, don't yeah. you? All the quality when you're doing EVPs. So, top tips. What to do. Very, very important that you are quiet. The voices that you are trying to pick up are often really soft and subtle and quite hard to hear and quite distant. So try and keep ambient noise to a minimum. So... Unless you was in the cage, of course, when they the scream and shout at you and tell you to fuck off and growl and everything else. But <laughs> oh, the cage... cars No, <laughs> but the cage is a particular uh, EVP uh, bloody yeah. you know, hotspot, isn't it? But So turn off the TV, you know, anything that's going to cause noise try and get comfortable and take a seat so you are not moving around and causing um, rustling yeah. and things like that i think as well what is really important is when you start recording don't whisper just talk in a normal voice so ask your question call out to people you know g- g- talk to me tell me and try it's almost like having a one-way conversation isn't it yeah just assume that you're being answered yeah so are you here you know, what's your name? What do you look like? Tell me something about yourself. How did you die? But I, but I, I think EVPs, I don't even, I mean, of course you ask the questions, but so many times they will volunteer, they will talk, and you'll pick it up on multiple EVPs. So that's quite an easy one. <clears throat> Do the basics. Do the basics. But you'll find that they, when they know you're listening, they'll talk anyway. Yeah. Um, I think as well, if there is a noise for whatever reason, so obviously we record this in my spare room. I live on a main yeah. road. Sometimes a car will backfire out the window. But, but people just, would know that. But make a, po- make a point to yourself. Just say, that was a car backfiring or that was my brother walking past. He made a noise, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Give it some time. A good session. What, 10, 20, 30 minutes, maybe? Well, a lot Don't of sit people... there for hours and hours doing it. Well, if you're on a location, you will, you will have your EVP on the entire night. No, but if you're going to do this at home... Yeah, if you're going to do it at home... You know, yeah, sit, I... sit down and allocate yourself half an hour. I don't know if I'd recommend people... Again, EVPs at home, yeah, I'm give not it a go. sure. Give it yeah, a go. Um, make sure you listen. You know, once you've done it, listen to it back. Don't forget, again, if you're sitting at home and you are encouraging the dead into your house by doing EVPs. Again, you could bring in something, and it is true. Some people have done EVPs, and they start having activity, and they're like, well, I only did it for a laugh. Again, just be careful about just this Just be stuff. cautious. Um, yeah, once you've done, listen to it back. See if you've had any responses. Chances are, you know, you might not, but you might. Yeah. Um, I think as well, have other people listen to whatever you record, because people hear very different things with EVP. Sometimes it's not a thousand percent clear. Yeah, it is. It is it's quite yeah. subjective. There's clearly something there, but what they're saying yeah. is sometimes to sometimes be hard to work out. To be hard yeah. to interpret. So have other people listen to it. Um, I would always encourage to work at night. Um, and that, as well, you know, on a practicality reason, everything's quieter at night. People aren't out on the roads, there aren't cars, there's not as much ambient noise. 
um, around. Well, the, if, you, if you're going to see something nine times, again, because you're right, you're not in the busy streets, you're not working, you're not trying to rush to pick the kids up from school, you're not, it's quiet, your brain is more settled and the, the dead are easier to be seen at night. Yeah. Um, I think there is another kind of method as well that you could use, and that is set your recorder up State your name, place, the time, leave it in a room. Yeah, go to sleep at night and, and then walk in away. The morning, yeah. There are some really good apps as well um, that you could that um, you can set to record at night and they only start recording once there is a noise. Mm. They tend to be used to kind of pick up sleep patterns and snoring and things like that. But I've seen, I've heard but some listen, really scary stuff on I them. I know, but exactly. So this, this is what I was about to say. This isn't for the faint-hearted. EVP isn't for the faint-hearted. Again, if you're still learning about this stuff, don't put in it because you might have a, have a complete breakdown the next day when you listen to it. So be Correct. aware. Be aware. Okay, what's next? So now I'm going to move on. So they, they, all the ones we've gone through, are quite, they're quite serious stuff. Um, it's, it's scary things to be playing around with. But I'll move on to some maybe parlour games. Okay. Um, but still with some paranormal connection mm -hmm. so i'm gonna you haven't heard of this game but it's a game i know and it's called charlie charlie never heard of it so what charlie charlie is is you get a piece of paper and you draw across and you write no in the top left mm -hmm. yes top right yes bottom left no bottom right and you place a, pe a pencil on going sideways on the sideways cross yeah and then you balance the other pencil yeah on the cross that is vertical yeah and then you call on normally normally you call on charlie that's why it's called charlie charlie but you call on a spirit yeah and you know can we ask you a question can we play are you here and the top pencil will move so go from the lead end and that will point to yes or no and you can mm. again start to ask it the yes or no um questions can be quite scary. Bit I used to play this in school. Mm. Um, it bring it reminds me of the pendulum, which is another excellent way. Oh yeah, it's, it's um, very similar. Yeah. It's very similar. Just a bit of advice about the pendulum. I use a pendulum for years. What I found was, um, when you're asking personal questions for the pendulum, it can be incorrect. Um, and I know quite a few mediums that have tested it. Uh, one amazing medium I know, she asked um, the pendulum. Um, am I going to have another baby? It kept on saying yes. Well, she said that's impossible because I can't have children anymore. It's impossible. But what she said was, and what I've also found is, when you ask the pendulum, because the method I use is you hold the pendulum above um, your other hands, the flat of your hands, and up and down is yes, or and, and side to side is no, a or a spin is I don't know. They don't know the answer. Okay. But when you ask for someone else, it always seems to work. But me trying it for myself, am I going to be a millionaire? Because I want to be a millionaire. Oh, so I don't particularly want to be a millionaire, to be honest. But because it takes on your intent. It takes on, it takes, so go, yes, you can't trust it. But I don't know your intent. Do you want to be a millionaire? So it would probably give, a, a, or are you going to get married? Or are but you going to have children? I suppose it's the same thing as tarot cards. It's very hard to give yourself a... Your own reading, I think. I I use tarot no. cards and I find I can give everyone quite, I, you know, I'm, I'm practising, I'm learning, I'm not an expert, but I can give people a, a fair reading. Yeah. I can't read myself. It's because 
what you want the card to mean will always supersede yeah. maybe what it could mean or the negative side of what it could mean. Again, people uh, recommend, people don't, you know, tarot's don't read for yourself. Uh, I actually do read for myself, but I'm very, um, I only do, um, I pick the, the cards out of my pack. Um, I don't lay them out. I just ask to be guided for one card for one question. And then you can't really go wrong if you do that. If you do a nine or 12 spread reading, it can mean anything when yeah. you're doing it for yourself, not for other people. But yeah, Pendulum, another great way um, to, to contact, to contact and, what, and what can you use at home? Like, could you just use a necklace? You can use a necklace. It's, it's, it's something that can be suspended. So something yeah. like a necklace or something on a piece of string. Yeah, something with a weight. At the bottom. I wouldn't say string. I think it has to be quite conductible, like... like um, some type of metal or something or silver but or everyone gold. Has, everyone Everyone's has a necklace, necklace at home yeah. that they could use. Um, it's normally traditionally used with a crystal, but like yeah, Freddie said, you can... You can um, use that because, again, it's about your intent. So you're saying, um, like, vertically up and down, um, so, like, from your middle finger to your bottom of your yeah, palm is, is a, a yes. yes. From your Straight thumb across, across is a no. Is a no. And, and if, if it, it spins, spins round and round, it's a don't know. You're don't not going to get an answer to that question. Cool. But again, something to do indoors. Something to do indoors, something I'm to practice. I'm not worried about people getting, you know, again, still do your protection anyway regardless. But yeah, that, that's something you can do tonight and, and get some good results because it does, it is yeah. quite good. So I move on to my favourite one now, and that is light as a feather, stiff as a board. I think we've all had a little dabble dabble in this. was made very famous by The Craft, a fantastic film. I rem when you said this to me earlier, like, and I said, is it the art of levitation? And you said, yes. So I would know it from my childhood is this is the art of levitation. So this is maybe not a way to communicate with the dead, but something spooky something you, you can do. Yeah, it's, it's very unusual. Weird. So a little bit of history for you. So you know Samuel Pepys? Yeah. The great fire of London man yes. with his diaries and whatever, buried the cheese. He speaks about this mm. in his diaries from his youth so he had a friend who witnessed four little girls playing this game in yeah. bordeaux in france yeah so this has been around for five six hundred years yeah. at least so normally the game is a group of people and it's about lifting uh, one single person in the middle with just um, their fingers. Two fingers. Two fingers. So on each hand, not one finger. It's two yeah. fingers on each hand. hand. Normally, it's your pointer finger and your middle finger yeah. that you use. Um, and it's, you know, people that you're chanting light as a feather, stiff as a board. And at some point, that person will, you will be able to lift that person with just your fingers. You see, when we used to do this at school, back in the 80s, we would would say, so there'd be someone at the shoulder, someone at the leg, someone at the leg, someone at the shoulder. So four people. And we'd say, this is the art of levitation. She's had an accident or he's had an accident. Can we lift her? Then, and I'm telling you now, we had people so far off the desk, everyone would scream. They'd be crashed to the bottom. And the French, we, it, it, funny enough you say French, it was actually in French class that we used to do it. Because um, our teacher was always late. And you can, it is physically possible to do it is that. Possible. Whether I've it done sounds it. too spooky, I don't know, but it's possible. I, I think a lot of people have said that it's, it's a mixture of things and it's about if you focus enough and you focus hard yeah. enough as a group yeah. of people that it, you can do it. It's you possible. can do it. It's about, it's, the spread, it's about the spread of tension and stuff, but I promise you it's a real spooky, spooky thing to sit and do yeah. with a group of friends. A, a, a great fun. 
we should actually do it on, on video. We do I mean, it? We're doing our t- I tell, we were thinking of a thing for our t- TikTok. Let's um, well, we maybe think about so that as well. It normally works with, you know, have a group of friends. Four to six people is really good. Um, well, you need someone to someone be to lying lay. there. Um, so is, you is want there like someone four on top lifters. of the head as, as well? Normally. Yeah. So you need four, maybe five lifters and one person to, to lift To lift. Up. So and someone someone lays flat in the middle, yeah. arms crossed as if they yeah. were kind of... And believe me, you can pick someone who's 20 stone. It will oh, yeah. not make a it difference. It doesn't matter. You don't have to pick the don't lightest person. Don't pick the lightest person. Pick the heaviest one to prove the point. So the chart we always used is, mm. um, so you you repeat each line three times. So it's um, he or she. So we'll go with she. So she's looking ill. She's looking ill. She's looking ill. And then you go, she's looking worse. She's looking worse. She's looking worse. Then you go, she's dying. She's dying. She's oh, dying. I've heard of this one. Then you say, she's dead. She's dead. She's dead. Oh God, this is and then boring. you go light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. And you keep chanting that, and you you, you just you don't have to put lots. Of, you don't have to strain yourself. You yeah. put the slightest pressure, slightest pressure, and it goes of, up of your finger. And that I promise you, it will work. It will work. That person will start to lift. Yeah, it is true. It is, it true. is true. It works. It's. I mean, we didn't even. It's great stuff. Say 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 repeat stuff. We just said. Focus, everyone. This is the art of levitation. She's had an accident. Can we lift her? Then up. Then, like, up to, to the point where if you were taller, it'd get to the bloody ceiling. I mean, that is how crazy but I, this I is. Think, I, think it, I think this is... It is a bit of a parlour trick. Um, I don't think there's anything particularly... It's a bit of Halloween fun. It's a bit of Halloween hijinks. But I think it is. It's all about the focus, and that's why maybe you have the chanting because exactly. It, 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 so all brains can all focus, brains focus. And, and energy. Obviously, makes things happen. So if all brains are feeling the same energy, and all brains have got the same intent, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So that's a bit of that's a bit of fun for you. So again, guys, before we go, before we end with this, we hope you had the most wonderful Halloween. We hope you've enjoyed this week. Um, I think key points from this episode is. All of these things that we have told you to do require some form of meditation or meditative state. So I think always practice that. Even if you don't want to communicate with, with the other world, it's an it's an amazing skill to have. It's an yeah, amazing I mean, skill to meditation... use just for your own well-being, your Absolutely, own self. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing tool to be able to yeah. do. I'm really not able to do it. You are amazing at I, it. I do meditation all the time because it, uh, it puts me in such a place of peace and... I can go somewhere else, but also it makes you feel so much better. I mean, just at Kenneth Saws, um, he or he calls himself Kenneth. I mean, he's he's not English, but Kenneth Saws, he's just th- this guy. Meditation is just unbelievable. The other one I'd recommend is Jess Shepherd. So if you Google those two, I've listened to many many meditation things, and those two. I keep on coming back to because it's beautiful and it's calming and it changes your mindset. It changes how you feel. And yes, you it can contact your out- it spirit. It changes your outlook. Yeah. But I think, yeah, you can. You, you can contact it, spirit through medication. Lying in bed on your own, going into that state. And especially if your meditation takes you up to um, to the afterlife, to heaven. And lots of them do. Um, and that's another great way to contact spirit on your own. And that's a safe way. Uh, that's a very safe way to do it um so look into that guys and you know the ones that Vanessa has mentioned might work for you might not it's about finding what works for you um but I will just say do your research stay protective stay protected I should say and just find what works for you Um, and and always finally always look to father god 
Lord Jesus, the archangels, because listen, if we believe in ghosts, we must believe in an afterlife. If we believe in bad, we've got to believe in the good and vice versa. It's all yin and yang. Don't be getting, my advice is don't be getting involved with stuff without including God and spirit because it, it all goes hand in hand. All of it, it all goes hand in hand. So there you go, guys. That is wrapped up. Can you believe it? Seven whole episodes. One episode a day for oh, a whole It's been week. a drama. It's been a drama. Listen, it's been... I think it's going to be a while before we do it again. I, I would like to just say, guys, that we probably will take a short hiatus. Well, we, we've, we've said we are going to, so I don't to, think it's a problem. To recover it. and recoup. Uh, I hope you understand. It's a lot of work. It, it has been a real, real uh, slog. But I think we agreed with our historian um, in one of this week's shows that when we come back, when she comes back, we're doing Vlad the Impaler and Dracula. Yeah. Um, so there's that to look forward to when we do come back. You know, it's it's, it's the run up to Christmas. We're going to be doing Krampus and all the I mean, Christmas carols. I think, carol, I think you need stuff. to commit now so people know. How long are we taking off? I asked you the other episode and you, you said till, till April 2024. So we need to be a bit more serious. How, how, how well, it's your, you your birthday is coming. November the 4th is my and birthday, just before Guy Fawkes, and I am moving house. So why don't we give ourselves two weeks? Mm. Well, that's what I said last time, and you said, no, 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 it's not long enough. We've got, we're going to have two weeks off after this one, guys, so don't miss us too much. Yeah, I'm moving on the 12th. I don't, I don't want to be doing anything that time. No. Or a week after, to be honest, because it's just going to be too much. Well, tough. We've just dedicated for two. Stop being a fucking drama. Oh, right. Yeah, he doesn't have to move. Just me on my own. Right. But happy okay, Halloween, happy guys. Happy Halloween. Stay safe. Stay safe. Bye. God bless. <laughs>